everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today's episode is just going to be an honest expression of my heart, where I'm at right now as we deal with this coronavirus. Michigan, we're about two weeks into the whole coronavirus thing. My kids haven't been in school for two weeks, and we have at least two more weeks off, although our governor is now saying that it's unlikely that schools will resume at all. And the first week, I tried to stay positive, and the second week, I tried to stay hopeful. And honestly, this week, I'm just done. And I know there's a lot of you that feel the same way. It's exhausting, it's tiring, it's frustrating. We're, we're, we don't know what to believe. We don't know who to listen to. It's just a lot. We've had so many things taken away and it's just hard. It's just hard. As I've been thinking about this season, I've been thinking a lot about the word lament again. And lament is the idea of just a deep grief, sorrow, regret that we feel and that we express. And within Christianity, lament is done before A God that we believe hears us and is in control and loves us and has not forgotten us. And so our lament can be done with hope, even as we are feeling this deep grief and sorrow and regret. And I love that because that is exactly where I'm at right now. I am in a season of lament. I am missing things. I am sad about things. I am heartbroken about stuff. And I'm just sitting here in this lament. And I'm so glad that I have this opportunity to lament, that that it's even a thing. I'm really, really grateful for that. And maybe that's where you are too. I've tried so hard to not get caught up in the panic and hysteria that the media is trying to give us. I mean, we only have today and we can only live today and we can't be freaking out and worried about what's going to happen. And so... I've been trying really hard to just live today, but it's tiring and I'm exhausted. And I just want to go have coffee with a friend. I want to go on a date night. I want to not have to think about standing far, far away from people. There's just stuff like that that I'm just, I'm just tired. And I'm sure that you are too. I know that you are too, because this is not an easy thing to go through. This whole stay at home thing is just not, it's not easy. It's not easy to see the numbers going up every day. It's not easy to have our kids home, trying to homeschool them, especially if we're not used to that kind of stuff. It's not easy to be out of a job. It's not easy to have bills piling up. Like none of this is easy. It is hard. It is a hard season, which strikes me as interesting when I look at what season it is. And I'm kind of evangelical. I mean, I don't don't like to call myself evangelical, but I go to an evangelical church. And so we don't really practice the Christian calendar at all. We don't really do Lent a whole lot, but this is the season of Lent. And all of us have given up an awful lot that we didn't mean to for Lent this year. Lent is a season of fasting. It's a season of penitence. It's a season of kind of lament, thinking about just the serious stuff, thinking about our sin, thinking about our need of a savior. And it's interesting that here we are a couple weeks before Easter. All of us having given up way more than we ever would have intended to 
not for Lent necessarily, but it's this weird season of lament. And it's as though everything that we found safety and security in or that we idolized in some way has been just stripped away from us. There's so many things that we can't do or can't watch or can't consume ourselves with right now. And we're just stuck. And we have to face ourselves and we have to face the ugly reality of this world. And I think that's something that's just getting to me even more than, I mean, I don't mind being home with my family, but facing the ugly reality of the world is just hard for me right now. I feel like I just see the brokenness caused by sin everywhere, everywhere, whether it's just in the news and how they're trying to spin things to get everyone terrified and hyped up and, or whether it's in politics as people are trying to use this for their own purposes and their own gain to get their own power and their own side, or even just the grumpy people in the store. And as I said before, I'm a shipped shopper, so I'm in the grocery store a lot and I'm still grocery shopping right now for people in the midst of this crazy pandemic because there's a lot of jobs out there. And so as I'm in the store and I'm just I'm just seeing these people and they're just sin, man. We are just full of sin. And our sin comes out when we are scared and tired and frustrated and over it. Everyone's on edge right now and there's a lot of sin showing. And I just I think it's interesting because we say so often that we've got this. We think that we are a people that's advanced in our technology and our medicine and our intelligence and everything else. We've got this. We've got this. But we don't got it right now. Nobody's got it. And that's freaking us out. And we say that we are basically good. People are basically good. Oh yeah, sure. It's all it's all good. Everyone's good. No. We're not. Like it is wildly on display right now that we are a broken race of people. We are broken humanity, all of us, every single one of us. And I look at this and I see this season of lament. I think, man, it's kind of weird timing. It's almost as though a big, powerful being is behind this, that somehow he has stripped us and shown us and revealed to us our need of a savior. And the other day when I was lamenting, I found a psalm. It's Psalm 107. And the more I read it, the more I'm just blown away by it. And I wanted to share it with you guys. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole psalm or not. Maybe I will. Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. And then this next part, it talks about what people are doing and then what happens. He says, some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. So life isn't going well. It's bad. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and irons, but they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor, 
they fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love and for his wondrous works to the children of man. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his deeds in great joy. And it keeps going. There's a couple other scenarios where bad things happen to people. And then in the middle of that badness, they call upon the Lord. Because we don't remember him when things are going good. We take the credit. We get caught up in our own life. And the own things that we're pursuing. And the pleasures and the comfort. And we ignore him. And so I can't help but wonder. Is this season of brokenness and lament on purpose? Does God care more about our hearts, knowing him, loving him, than he does about our comfort? Yeah, I think he does. It's not an accident this is happening right before Easter, guys. God is up to something. He knows that when life falls apart, people will turn to him. Because all of us, all of us, the depths of our soul know, we know that he's there. We know because we were made for him. And when life falls apart, that's when we start to seek him. That's when we call to him in our trouble. And he answers us and rescues us from our distress. And so I'm going to sit here for the next couple of weeks until Easter. And I'm going to lament. And I'm going to be sad about the brokenness in the world. Whether it's sickness and death or financial loss of friends or whether it's just the broken sinfulness of humanity. And I'm going to lament, because that's where I'm at right now. But I'm also going to hope in a God who loved us so much that he became a person, that he lived among us for 33 and a half years, and that he became the sacrifice for the sins of the world. There's so much junk that's been added to Christianity over the years and so much stuff that's happened in the church. It's easy for people to say, oh, well, how can we even believe any of this? But let's just get back to the basics. And the basics of Christianity, when you peel away all of the added stuff and when you peel away all of the things that we've screwed up because we're broken people, you have a God who created people who loved them and wanted to know them. And who has made a way for us to be able to be with him since the beginning of time. You have a God who loved us enough to do everything it took to bring us back into a relationship with him. And who will continue to pursue us for the rest of our lives. And that God is a God that we are going to celebrate in two weeks. We are going to celebrate his sacrificial death. His, the brutal, torturous death on the Roman cross. And we are going to celebrate his victory over death that brings everyone who trusts in him new life, restoration, forgiveness, and life eternal. And I'm going to keep hoping for that. And I'm going to keep focused on that. And so even amidst everything falling apart around us, God has not lost control. He knows what he's doing. And I believe, I believe he is drawing a huge, huge number of people 
to himself. And we'll just see what happens. So lament with me, my friends. Let's lament before a God who is good and who has not lost control, even though this world is a mess. And until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.